Hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, and hold. And hello, and welcome to another episode of the Big Pezza Podcast. I'm, um, yes, a podcast where I talk about something for a bit, and maybe you get a bit better of understanding, perhaps, maybe, or not. Anyway, so, um, what have I been doing? Let's just do a little quick update and stuff. Well, I've not been, been riding a little bit, but not actually a lot. The weather started to get a bit miserable. Um, lots of work needs to be done on bikes, etc., etc. And uh, I've been spending my money on project bikes. And uh, yes, I... Hmm, not really nice weather to go out for rides anymore so much. And getting people to come out for rides and stuff is always a bit of a struggle on this sort of weather. Um, so the bike is now, well, covered up and tucked away. The BMW's, you know, coming out to do its, to do its um, things. But I'm sort of busy, sort of not. Um, life stuff is okay. Um, not too busy there. Run up to Christmas. Who cares? Not me. Everyone worked over Christmas throughout my entire uh, history of everything, so I'm not too fussed myself. Today I am planning to, well, um, I woke up this morning, got my thing off the 3D printer, which is a bit of pipe work, which uh, is designing to go onto the, to connect the carburetor to the airbox on my bike, but it's not as simple as that. I have to adjust it a few times and it will take a few attempts to get it there. Um, uh, so hopefully I'm on my third attempt now. So first attempt was way off. Uh, second attempt is actually pretty, pretty good. Um, and I'm doing the third attempt now, but um, I print them off in half pipes. Um, so I could connect the half this pipe to the pipe I have already got and that would work quite well. So, at the moment, you might be able to hear my 3D printer in the background, that will be going on for a while. I've got at least one video to edit, and probably this podcast today I could edit. I can't actually do any more work on this, on the, um, on the cub at the moment, due to the fact that, well, I actually ran out of bits, I ran out of electrical tape. Um, and I obviously didn't buy any more, so I've actually, I've ordered a bunch of little bits here and there, so hopefully they'll be coming next week in the post um, and a load of other little light bulbs and stuff like that I've tried I should have got to try and find these little I'm looking at these little bulbs right now and then there's no information on them I can measure them and stuff and I'm gonna have to try and find them um, but I've got a 6 volt version in my hand right now I obviously need to try and find a 12 volt equivalent and it has to be the equivalent because it has to be able to fit the original fitting because I want to use as much of the original bike as possible. So that's what today's subject is going to be about. The deep money pit that is Project Bikes. Why you shouldn't get one or why you should get one. Um, so far, the most expensive Project Bike I've had is the CT. And it's not finished because I still have to get the seat done. Um, 
and it's going to cost around i think around 60 70 quid to get the seat done for the ct 110 um i might take it tomorrow i might not we'll see what the weather's doing see what the weather's doing and see what my bank balance is looking like um that's the point do they take card um that's a good question i better give them a ring um anyway i will um yeah, let's have to do that. So yes, project bikes. So the C65, we're looking at the best part of, oh, I don't even want to know. Um, but luckily I sold the engine, sold some bits, bought some bits, unfortunately. So yes, project bikes quickly go expensive. So what have we done? I sold an engine for 200 quid, um, 220 quid I got, 215 or something I sold it for. Uh, well, I sold it for 240 with packaging and it was about 20 quid. So about probably 220 I made, I got on that, which is good because that's exact, it's about 225 for the seat for the C65. So it's literally just covered the cost, just covered the cost for the seat. So that's, um, good, good. It's very good that is because now I can, well, I can afford the seat, which is being reupholstered, which has been reupholstered. And I'll be picking it up, hopefully, sometime next week. Um, uh, yes, uh, hopefully I'll be posting it, uh, and I'll be getting it next sometime next week. It was very dear, very expensive, um, but totally worth it, I think. And yes, I need to get on my... Uh, I need to sort out my finances for that bike, because it is going to cost me a fair penny, to say the least. The... Um, this, yes, that's the problem. You try to do stuff, it's always going to cost a lot of money. But we're into the C65. Oh, it's going to be a couple of grand um, at the end, I reckon. Because I've put an engine in there, which is an original Honda Cub engine, C90 Cub engine. Um, but yeah, we're looking at about a couple of grand for a Cub, which is mental, <laughs> if you think about it. So it's 1966, I bought it for, I don't know how much I bought it for, but yeah, I have to remember how much it's all, it's all, you know, it's all going to cost me a little bit here and there. Uh, the annoying thing is I need to find some little screws and stuff, and these screws are very, very rare and very expensive. And well, when I mean very expensive, I mean, we're talking about £7 for two, and if you saw the size of them, you'd be like, and it's really annoying because they're very thin, they're very long and thin, and I can't 3D print them. Um, well, I could give it a try, but I don't think I have the res. Like it's just it, the, when I mean this, if it was a bit of a thicker screw, a bit of a thicker thread, I could 3D print them. But because they're so thin, I don't think they would 3D print very well. Um, so I think they do actually need to be the proper ones. So I will consider having to spend out for that, or I could tape the uh, lights on at the back. But that would look very horrible, so I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, the problem is with the project bikes, the costs just escalate and they get silly. It can get silly if you let it. Um, I'm trying to do it um, not cheaply, but properly and cheaply. You know, I'll, I'll try to make it before I, you know, buy it or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, because it's custom, so I've got a cub engine in a C65 frame, which fits, 
um, bizarrely enough, it does fit. Um, however, the the front where the manifold goes to the carburetor and the carburetor has to go to the airbox, that's not a standard fitting, that's a different distance, so that's why I've had to design my own bit of pipe. Now, I, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to do there, uh, but yeah, at the moment I'm 3D printing some pipe, but a part of me thinking I could use a bit of vacuum cleaner pipe or something like that, just need some sort of pipe to connect it all. Um, but what I will do is I'll take a, I need to make some sort of rubber gasket out of an inner tube or something. That's all I need to really do. And then hopefully that will all fit. So maybe by the end of the day, I might be able to have a go at fitting a bit of pipe just to see if it all lines up anyway. I I print it off in two separate uh, half pipes. So hopefully that will work. Um, and it looks looks pretty good as well. So I'm very happy with that pipe. Um, well, if it fits and if it works. Luckily, it's 3D printing, so it doesn't actually cost me a lot of uh, money to 3D print, even with electric and stuff being being what it is. Oh, I've got a notification on eBay. Oh, yes, my purchase history is... Um, it all adds up very quickly. £3 for two light bulbs. And really annoyingly, I found six for £6, I could buy 10 light bulbs for £6. But I only literally need two. So I've ordered two. Um, I've got some electrical tape. I bought a Kickstarter. Annoyingly, I sold a Kickstart ages ago. And would you need, would you, would you, you know, can you believe it? I actually need... I actually need that shape again, so I've had to buy another kickstart. Um, so I've bought that, and that's on the way. Um, I probably will be selling... I've got a spare exhaust somewhere, so I'll probably sell that to give me some money. Uh, it's an original Honda Cub exhaust, so I probably could sell it for at least 100 at least. It's a bit ropey, but the original Cub exhausts are worth a, quite a bit. So I have to, the problem is they're so rare... And people often try to sell them saying, I got this. They obviously don't know the price or can't bother to look it up um, to see how much. But to be honest, in my mind's up, in my back of my mind, I want, you know, X amount of money. So I will have to, you know, purchase it or whatever. So um, at least 3D printing is a hobby that I've started and I've managed to make it cover its own costs, essentially, not quite. It hasn't paid for the printer, but it's paid for all the ink. So what I will do is I'll have to wait um, until, well, until I get it all uh, sorted out. Oh dear, that's out of stock, is it? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. But yes, I'll have to wait until everything comes back around and everything. But yeah, no, it's not going to be for some time, is it? All that stuff's going to have to be sorted out. Oh. But yes, 3D printing has actually paid for itself. So essentially everything, I, essentially everything I print. Well, the cost of the printer is. I think I think I'm 200. I think I'm around 200 pound. I think I'm about. Yeah, I think it's around 200 pound the wrong way. So. Um, as in, I've, I think I've literally just paid, at this point now, I've only paid for the printer. 
um, which probably was around 200 quid. I can't remember now. Um, but everything else has been paid for. So all my filaments and everything has been covered. So that is pretty good. I'm glad I started it when I did. Um, I could have started it sooner, but whatever. And it's just handy to print little knickknacks for the bike. I can print off a Honda badge and stuff like that. You know, that, that keeps costs relatively cheaper. But yes, £14 for a kickstart, which... I'm not 100% sure it will fit either. That's the problem. You can see the measurements online and everything, but it's there's there's certain things that, you know, certain certain aspects that when you're doing a custom bike, it doesn't always quite line up. It doesn't always quite fit. I mean, the exhaust that I've got on the cover at the moment, I'm not entirely happy with it either, um, which means that I might have to change it. I think it's blowing from the front just a tiny amount, and I'm not sure why. So... I'm going to try and put a nice big thick copper gasket on it, which would also mean that it would possibly not fit because it doesn't protrude far, the uh, headers, where the head, it doesn't protrude far enough, so it's going to be such a an awkward fit. Yeah, it doesn't everything just doesn't quite line up so I might have to get another exhaust for it as well which is going to be infuriating because it could mean that I have to get a different kickstart to fit the bike to fit the exhaust so yeah it's uh, it's on there for testing purposes at the moment and I wanted to get the wiring done which I got the ignition wired up so I'm happy with that I got the ignition wired up um with some DIY um, electrox, electrics, which uh, I may or may not have pinched from a skip. I actually pinched, the, the best thing I ever pinched. I wouldn't look, if it's in the skip, then it's junk, correct? Yes, sir. Ooh, what was that? Right, well, if it's in the skip, it's junk, am I correct? So I saw this big spool of wire in the skip. And uh, I took it. When did I take this big spool of wire, you might ask? I took this spool of wire when I was about eight. So about eight years old, I saw this spool of wire in the skip. And I took it. I took it home. And I think um, my mum asked me, why have you got this? I go, wire, useful. And it was. it's kind of like really strong wire as well. Um, really nice, big, strong wire. And I've been using it ever since. And it's on all my bikes now at this point. They always have a, there's a bit of this wire, probably on all my, but not the BMW. Uh, not the VFR actually. Uh, but pretty much every other bike has a bit of this wire in there somewhere. Um, it has a bit of a wire somewhere. Oh, actually no, there is a bit on my VFR. Um, it's a spare key, I call it. I call that the spare. There is a spare key on the B, on the VFR in the toolkit. It's a bit of wire. I think you know what that's for. <laughs> it's a it's a warm wire, a hot wire. Um, but yeah, the VFR doesn't have any security, so I can just uh, if, for instance, have I lost my keys or something, I could um, you know uh, bypass something. But yeah, it's just something. It's, it doesn't cost. It doesn't uh, take anything to. Um, to keep 
Hey, even if the BMW lost its keys, as long as the steering lock's not on the BMW, I could probably get that to turn on. Oh, actually, no, because the AV... Yeah, I could get it to turn on. But the immobiliser would say no. Oh, no. And the immobiliser would not let me start the bike at all. Um, what was it next? Okay, so we've got that. Yeah, it's all these little bits that I need to sort out the seats. So the C65 is a bit of money pit. Now the best project bike I did was during the when we had the lock when we just entered lockdown, and I finished off that Honda C50. Now that C50, I think owes me one four. I think there's about one four there sitting there. One one thousand four hundred quid approximately, just under sitting there, which is really good. And I could easily sell that cub now for two grand, which. At the time, when I finished it, I could set it for one five. Um, but because the price of engines and everything has almost doubled, um, so it's 150 quid for the engine that I paid for it at the time. Now the engines go for around 280. Just a 110 pit bike engine goes for around 280 quid now, almost 300 on, depending on which ones it is. Um, and yeah, there seems to be a life and shortage, which is the make of the engine, which are really good. Um, and yeah, these bikes are crazy money. I mean, Epic Adams got his, I think we've all seen Epic Adams, uh, monstrosity cub that he's bought. It's, well, he didn't buy it. He swapped it. And I said, well, that's kind of fair. You're swapping a horrible phaser for a horrible cub. That's, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's project bike and it doesn't ride anything like a cub because it's rock solid suspension he's got on it and it's not. Not fun, shall we say. But, oh man, I kind of want to ride my uh, C65 now. I, it runs. I ain't got any seat on it. It runs. The engine's in. I ain't got a chain of sprockets on there either. Um, I suppose I could go into the shed today and have a look at the exhaust. But the problem is I don't want to do the exhaust because I have to re-get all the wires out of the way so I can do the kickstart properly. And uh, Yes, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. The the thing will just skyrocket if I don't. And yes, it's December now, so... I did Ideally, I wanted to finish it by January. Or in January, but, you know, what with uh, the holidays and stuff, I, I won't have any deliveries. So I won't be able to order anything. Won't be able to order any exhaust parts or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'll need to uh, be starting the bike up, have it running, try to take all the lights and stuff. It's going to be a a bit of a palaver, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll get it running at some point, hopefully. Uh, we're all back together. That's what I that's what I plan to do anyway. It's just so expensive. It's just one little thing as well. Like like I said, screws are seven pounds. Like, ah. You know, it all adds up very quickly. Uh, screws, £7. Kickstart, £14. Electrical tape, £4. You know, um, but I did buy a bit of it as well. So I was like, yes, £4 for all that. Yes, I will have all of them, please. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's going to be a, a slow, slowly, quickly adds up, which is why patronage is much, much, much appreciated. Um if I didn't have the patrons, would I be do? I probably would still do project bikes, but not to this uh, expense. Not to this. Uh, the seat wouldn't be done. I think I would just. I would. I probably wouldn't have bought the bike to be honest. I would not have bought the bike, um, because 
I would have bought a cheaper project bike. But then I did see a cheaper project bike going the other day and I was tempted. It probably still is on eBay. It's a Honda CT, 110, imported, well, with only Nova, of course, only the Nova. Not sure where it came from. I think it's American, this one is. Um, but I looked at it, it's 700 quid. And it's 110, comes with the engine. However, however, looking at it, going, okay, I know I can easily put an engine in that and I can make it, you know, my own. I know how to convert them bikes over now. I've done one before, so doing a second one should be relatively easy. It wasn't exactly the same model that I've got. It's a it's a later it's an earlier model, but it does have the telescopic forks, which is what you want. You want the telescopic fork fork model. The airbox was slightly different. That was that's that's about it. The uh, the upside or downside or whatever. The airbox was kind of broken and missing and all cracked and broken. So uh, immediately going okay, well that's a lot of money to get one of them. Not a super great deal of money, but enough where you'd have to you know think about it. So I will consider or would consider have to you know so seven hundred quid for the bike. Looking at delivery, it's another couple of hundred quid at least. So let's round that up to a grand. Just say it's 300 quid delivery. So we're a grand in for this bike already. So in my mind, I'm just thinking about, okay, could I actually do this bike up? Could I, how much would it actually cost me to do this CT up and get it running? Uh, the problem is, the main problems that it's missing is it's missing its manifold and carburetor. And a CT carburetor has a reverse style um, CT carburetors because the way the manifold is it's reversed which means the fueling and tap stuff goes on the other side which means that it goes on the wrong side to a standard cub one so you cannot just put a Honda cub carburetor on even though the engine I'd be putting in there would run perfectly fine on a Honda cub, in, uh, Honda cub carburetor no issues whatsoever but it is not it's not what we, you know, it's not going to do it. That's the shame. That is the biggest shame. That's the biggest problem that is that the the Honda Cub carburetor would not fit. The manifold as well would have to be, I'd have to source a manifold and carburetor and them things are expensive. The genuine ones are expensive. Cheap ones are so hit and, hit and miss. I almost wouldn't want to do it because they are just, they are just rubbish. I know that people have got lucky with them. But the build quality, like you can buy one that's really, really good, and you can buy another one that falls apart on the first ride. Um, uh, in the same, same make, same model, and everything. So, let's say if I was going to go for the original stuff, it's going to cost me 100 quid for a carburetor, providing that it's a decent one. Uh, Manifold is going to cost me another 30 quid. So, we're at 1130 now already, and we haven't even got an engine in there. So, the 110 engine would have to come out. I could probably sell that for a hundred. So let's just say I'm putting 50, 50, 60 quid into a new engine, say. So, but I'd need that engine for there for now so that I can get it imported. Um, I'll sell the engine, make a little bit of money on that. But yeah, it's gonna cost me another hundred. So it's two, one, two, one, two, three, say one, three, 
one three we're on now. Um, one three, and the rest of the bike, it still looks a bit tatty and stuff, but the headlight, the best thing is I've actually found a 3D schematic for the headlight. Um, the only problem is though, I just, it'd be, I'm not sure how to print it off. It'd be a really bit of a job to print off that one would be. It's quite big. Uh, the whole headlight assembly can be printed off. I might split the model into two halves and print it that way. That might that might work out really well. Actually, that's what I could do for something else. Hmm. Split things in half and then, yes, makes it easier. Like the pipe. Um, what else have I done? Yeah, so, yeah, that's like 1,000. So you can already see there, it's like one, one, three, one, four. Plus you've got to do all the import stuff, which is a pain, but it's only going to cost about 50 quid. So 1,450. Um, oil, sundries, all that stuff. Let's say another 50 quid. We're going to have to work out some sort of... Air now the problem is the air box would not be original. I could probably source one for about 100, but I, it for 10 pound I can just put an air sock on the end of the carburetor and, you know, an air pod thing and I'd be fine with that. It, it would be fine with that. I wouldn't be fine with that, but the bike would run fine with it. I'd like the snorkel. I'd like the whole proper snorkel airbox, but it comes with the rack. It comes with everything. Oh, the seat is absolutely cream crackered. Um, so it's going to cost at least 70 for a seat, 70 or 80 or 100 for a seat only. Um, uh, Jared to think how much it's going to cost to get it redone and stuff. So it's going to probably cost 150 because seats are just... Well, you sit on them, don't you? So you need to have the seats good. Yeah, so you're looking at, like, the best part of two grand, I'd say. Even though the bike's £700, uh, you're looking at the best part of two grand to, to, to get anywhere near this bike. And then that's not to think of your personal time. So the time that it'll take me to do that would be quite a while. And that's providing the exhaust is good and everything like that, because I didn't check the if the exhaust needs doing. That's another 150 quid at least, 160, 170 quid. But it does come with all the chrome bits, so you can... Uh, it comes with all the little chrome bits, so that's good, because they're the really expensive bits. They're like 150, 160, I think, um, just for the chrome bits on top. Yes, I have to shop for round for parts. But no, it was an idea in my mind. Do I want another Project CT? I do. And I would, if I had the money or the space, I would uh, purchase that CT straight away. Get it to my house. Slowly do it up over... Because, okay, yes, two grand. But if you think about the two grand over six months. Or over eight months. Then it's not actually that much money, really. Because it's only a hundred... A hundred pound a month. Well, you know, you buy the bike and everything. And then, say it takes six months to do it. And it's another grand. That's about less than a hundred quid a month. Well, just over a hundred quid a month, I guess. Six months. Yeah, just over a hundred quid a month. Um, it doesn't sound a lot. Um, I don't pay for... I don't have a TV license. So that's a hundred and something, you know, pound a year saved. So don't, don't pay for Sky TV or sports or anything like that. You know, there's all them things to take into consideration. Um, yeah. It all adds up. But now I thought about it in my mind, I go, no, two grand for a working Honda CT. Oh, I could have another one. 
I mean, the the one that I've got now is very, very nice, and it's probably the best part of three grand, but I didn't need that much doing to it. This one needs a lot more doing to it, and I, but the thing is, I don't know the condition of the frame and everything. So if the frame's got any rot on or anything on it, then that's a big problem. The one that I've got now is solid. I'm gonna have to, I'll have to go up there and have a look, and if it's any good, stick it in the boot of a car or something, take it apart. Yeah, it could be done. Could be done. Oh, it makes me tempted. Makes me tempted to call a mate up and say, "Can we get a van and go have a look at a, go have a look at a bike one day? Seven hundred quid." Hmm. It could be done. It could be done. Yes. No. Let's not do that because that's how we make big, big, expensive mistakes. Um. That's how it all begins, isn't it? You, you think it's going to be cheap and then it just, the costs escalate crazy. So the next project after I finish the C65 will be probably the CBT50 RS. Get that bike up and running. Get some nice off-road tires for it. I might make some sort of bash plate for it and take it off-road, we'll see. Because I don't have a lot of money sitting in that bike, so it doesn't really matter if I wreck it too much. Um, but I would like to give it a go because it's, I think it's 30 brake horsepower that bike and the engine does seize, uh, can seize really easily. So you'd want to carry like a spare oil on you and stuff because it's only like a one liter. It's like a tiny amount. It takes a teaspoon amount of oil for the size of engine it is, which is, uh, probably it's Achilles Hill. But yeah, doing that sort of project bike, that project build would be continued, which is quite good because um, at the time I was building that bike, I had no money from patrons really. I had about six pounds of, it's crazy. I was I was doing about six pounds or three pounds or five pounds on Patreon a month. And now I'm doing about 50, which is, which is crazy. But yeah, back when I was doing six, luckily though, I got like some junk off of Pete, uh, Hippodrones. He gave me some parts, very kind of him. Uh, I got um, a front brake off Andy. I got the handlebars from Pete. I got some suspension from my neighbour who gave me some suspension. Um, and they gave me a rear rack for that bike. My neighbour did. With a Rickman top box on top. Um, which I still have. I haven't sold it. But an official Rickman top box on top. And I've got two of these Rickman top boxes now and I'm not using them, so I probably should sell one of them, possibly. Um, yeah. Uh, man, I've got, got a load of stuff. Uh, yeah, I need to sort all this stuff out and sell some bits. But no, I've got all this stuff for free. So having free rack and a free this and that, then all I want to do now is get my C6, uh, get the CBT56 uh, RS out Tires, chain and sprockets, and get it up and running. But tires, 200 quid probably, with inner tubes. You're looking at 200 quid there for tires and inner tubes. Then, uh, what else is there? Chain and sprocket kit. Probably 100 for a decent set, but we might cheap out a bit and go down to like 80 quid. I'm thinking we can get a decent-ish one for 80. So you're looking at 280... Plus what else? What other else I find? So, and and it's like, oh, that, that doesn't seem a lot. Well, the bike so far is about four hundred twenty-five quid sitting there. 
because the only thing I've had to buy is a, um, a piston for the front brake. That's all I had to buy when I refurbished the front brake. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I had to, but yeah, I got the whole master cylinder and everything off of someone else. So that's fine. Yeah, so the bike is, it runs, runs all right. This needs them little bits to make it complete. But the cost will go up exponentially, I, I guess. Anyway, I will have to calculate all these things and get back to it. Oh, yes, lots of money could be spent very quickly with project bikes. That's the danger of project bikes and the big money pit they are. People say, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be the money maker. Ha. So how much could you sell it for? If I'm lucky, I'll get my money back. If I'm very lucky, I'll get my money that I put into it. But if you include the time that you took, you'll never get that back. You'll never get that. You'll never make that back. I know people who, so the person who bought my Honda Cub said he wanted it for whatever. Of course, I was like, uh-huh. Well, if he wanted it, he wanted it, whatever. But he did it up. He got it running. And he sold it. Um, I believe I don't know how much he sold it for in the end, but he put it up for two grand and he wanted to sell it. Now, um, he sold it without MOT. Well, he was he was asking two grand. I don't. He didn't get two grand because he lowered the price. Um, he lowered the price quite a few times. Um, he welded up the back end, uh, fixed the fixed the, the damage on the back, which is what you needed to do. Repaired the indicators, which needed to be done. So I'm not sure how much money he spent in that. I think it was more time than anything else. Uh, he got it all running. Uh, he got everything going. And then he... I guess, yeah, he sold it, but... He sold it... I don't know if he made profit on it. He probably made some... He probably made a decent amount of profit on it. I'm guessing he made at least 500 quid plus on it. Um, because he probably got one and a half for it, I reckon. Um, and he bought it off me for about five, just under 500 quid. Um, and he probably spent 500 quid doing it up, maybe. Because it, maybe not, maybe he was bought an exhaust, yada, yada, yada. But the annoying thing, well, I guess he sold it saying that it would pass an MOT, you know, and everything like that. He was selling it with the same tyres that I bought the bike. When I bought the bike, he sold that bike with the same tires that I had on it when I bought the bike. Um, them tires were old and the rear especially had gone very hard. It was slip city. It was, it was when it was cold, when it was wet, the bike would just slide. The, the rear would slide a lot under, under light acceleration. Uh, under heavy it would just slide all the time it means honda cub tires are skinny anyway but when they start to get old they uh they uh yeah they uh, all rubber tires go hard and they just they I, I don't think they had perished they hadn't perished yet they're probably on their way but they uh they'd definitely gone hard and they weren't gripping anymore and he sold that bike i was like okay that's or whatever the dates and them tires are very old they were they were well over 10 years old i think uh them tires so 
yeah, hopefully the person who bought it changed the tires over to something newer. Uh, but yeah, that, that frame needed a lot of work and it was just taking up space and I needed the space and the money to put into another project. So yeah, that's when I sell a bike, it's usually to fund the next project bike, which is very bad way of doing things. So you don't get the money you want for it. Like, well, you don't, you get the money you want for it and you get the space you need, but you don't get the best possible price because the best possible price can only be got if you put something up for sale and you wait for the best possible price. If it takes a month, it takes a month. But if you want it gone within a week, then yeah, you get rid of it in a week. Anyway, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening to my rambling. Maybe, who cares? And uh, I will upload another podcast, I guess, whenever I feel like it. But yes, now I'm going to go and... Uh, find these light bulbs online there's one more light bulb i need for the front indicators i need to find which hopefully won't cost me too much goodbye